This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network. This is the show where we tackle a topic oh so loosely and discuss our previous, present, and future experience with it. Today's topic was fads. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Welcome back. It is the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafiori. I'm Adam Lustig. And it is now episode number 186. Yes, sir. Do you think we've gotten that number right every time? Do you think there's a time where it's been episode number 79 and I said 70? I feel like maybe we flubbed it, I would say, maximum once. Publicly. I think it made pub- it to the edit. A I- public flub. I would say, well, I feel like we probably corrected it in real time. Okay. I'm kind of OCD about the numbers. Mm. I sort of have a pretty good handle on it. That's correct. So, I, but maybe, I, I would say I would give ourselves maximum two, but probably like one time. I would, I would also I would give our listeners, uh, I would think that there's probably one person maniacal enough that's like, they did it wrong. We'd hear about and it. And they've heard, and they We'd know. hear about it. Right. Yeah. When you flub in public, is it a flub lick? Pilly! <laughs> <laughs> It is now. It's Flubble. Uh, yes. It was a Flubble Club. It is. Uh, Billy, one of my favorite things, one of my favorite creative ventures that you have undertaken oh. um, is you are one of the more creative, creatively prolific people I know. One okay. of my favorite sort of side ventures that you have <laughs> undertaken was the Instagram account that you started called Public Typos. Not public. Figure, f- fix that. Pubic typos. Because it's a typo. <laughs> so that was a real... Pubic. Mwah, that was a typos real... Typos found in public. It was a real Pubic beauty. Yeah. Because they're everywhere. Oh, yeah. And it was like, once you sort of drew my subtle attention to pubic typos, I could not stop seeing them. Yeah. It was like one of those things where you would have to see And it was user-generated. Yes, exactly. I, I asked the people of New York City primarily, because that's where it was at the time, and there's so many signs <laughs> in pubic in New York City. <laughs> To if you see a picture and this is the rise of the like BlackBerry that like phones that had cameras. Yes, I was like, if you see a pubic typo, send please it to me. send it to me yes. and I will post it. It is amazing. And this was originally a Tumblr account, and then Instagram came around. Tumblr. Yep. And then Tumblr, and then Instagram came around, and we shifted over to there. Wow, you're really ahead of the curve. I did not realize that that was a pre-Instagram. I remember entity. one that you sent me that was uh, an ad for Heshi's chocolate. <laughs> Heshi's. <laughs> So satisfying. It's, it's not so hard. Good. It's not hard. It's so good. Yeah, our friend Ben Crawwin sent me a sign uh, for an aisle in a supermarket that sold Jalau, Jello with a W, <laughs> cook, not cookie, and cake with two Ks. <laughs> and he was like, I don't know if I'll be able to send you anything better than Jalau, cook, and cack. And cack. Yeah. Jalau, cook, and cack. I mean, stop it. This is why we're here. <laughs> That literally is why Maggie often teases me. She says that my sense of humor is mispronounced. Like, yeah. That is my weak spot. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Like, we talked about Adele Dazim. Oh, like, yeah. It's just like that is. Well, it feels for, like a brain schism yeah. where it's like, I know what it's supposed to sound like. <laughs> Jell-O, why doesn't cook and Jell-O. Yeah. That's all it takes. What were you thinking about Corvetti? Well, Corvetti, uh, he <laughs> operates fast. He's, yeah. he's a big, fast guy from Long Island. For sure. And he's impatient. Yes. And he's especially impatient when he has to read something. <laughs> And what I mean, we don't all read every letter and every word. Yes. Our, our brains compute what we think we're going to see, and we read it that Fills way. Fills in the blanks. His just radar is off with the <laughs> guessing the right word most of the time. And so, like, there'll be times where we'd be driving past something, and then he would reference it later, and I'd be like, what the hell do you think that sign just said? And he will be his biggest fan finding out how wrong yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. He knows he's impatient. He knows yeah. he doesn't have time to read all those two words. 
<laughs> Those oh four syllables. God. Yeah. Oh, God. So God we're both in the same you, camp Steve. where it's just like the slightest mispronunciations work. Yes, exactly. Right. Not to bring this to relatively current events. I know that this will have happened a little while ago when this episode comes out. But, you know, there's this huge storm over the Bahamas. Donald Trump was tweeting Alabama. There was this whole dumb controversy that lasted for weeks. And, like, people posited, which made a lot of sense to me, that he probably just read all Bahamas as Alabama. Mm. Like, he probably just, like, misread mm. it, like the teleprompter. Uh and then had spent a week convincing himself and us that he didn't. And it was just like a funny little like Alabama. Alabama. And it was I was like, oh, that actually (laughs) that weirdly makes sense to me. Like one little whoopsie daisy plus insecurity Mm. leads to. Yeah. But little little mispronounced, little mispronounced. I was on my honeymoon and me and Marina did our best to stay off our phones. Good for you. To not post on Instagram, to not feel burdened, to have to consider, like, uh, is this a picture worthy? Should this go on Instagram stories? Should we take a picture because we just posted this other picture? Freed up a lot of real estate along the trip. Mental. It also freed up the, like, just trickling in of news. And it's fascinating how Trump is a very bad, dumb idiot who rules our country. <laughs> but when you go away from it, just for a second, it's like, I know bad, dumb idiots are everywhere, and he's America's bad, dumb idiot he's right ours. now. He's ours. But he doesn't see – he didn't seem like such a globally – Americans hate him the most. Yeah. Yeah, we're obsessed. Like it's – and he, you realize every country has their bad, dumb yeah, idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is certainly not letting him off any sort of, of leash. Of course. But it was just like, oh, yeah, like he's a global idiot. Yes. But he's really America's local, local idiot. Yeah. He's our local idiot. And to just take two weeks off from hearing the local idiot How with nice the loudest microphone. How nice was that? It was just like, you got to live a little differently. Yeah. Just a little differently. Yeah. But man, he's a, I mean, he's a big bad idiot. Of course. So what are you going to do? Of course. Right. Um, we don't need to talk too much about it, but we were talking about it off mic, but you just got back from your honeymoon. Mm-hmm. It sounded amazing. You were in Paris and Athens and the Greek islands. Right. Holy crap. Yeah. Good, amazing. Good eating. Good eating. Good food. And you were all saying of those Greek places. food, just healthy. Or healthy. maybe Farron was saying that. You guys were both saying that. Like Greek, Greek food is just like the default. That's the healthy one. They don't like uh-huh. they don't like deep fry yeah. anything. Everything is clean and simple and yes. cooked in oil. And it's like four ingredients. And it's not yes. going to be buried under sauce and cheese where you're like, I don't know what it is, but it's a lot. They give you the appropriate meals cooked with like some meat, some like a few vegetables. A Greek salad is like the most simple, nutritious, like healthy. Quality, not quantity. So just nice. like The yeah. food was just so clean. Yes. Everyone walks so much. Yes. Especially on the Greek islands. Yes. Me and Marina put in 70 miles in 17 That's days. That's crazy. And that was just like what you do. You walk a cool five wow. miles. You just get to get around. You walk, walk. around. Why not? Why? Another you? Yeah. Yeah. And, and so like you, you see these Greek people that are like – 80, they look 50. Fits. And you're just like, how? Like, you've been running this in for 60 how many years? Yes, I walk everywhere. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, yeah, eat healthy, eat walk a everywhere, survive a long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. They also do this other cool thing in the Greek islands, which is, and I don't know if it's for every Greek island, but the three that we went to. Yeah. Um, life starts, business starts, commerce starts, call it 8, 9 a.m., okay. goes till 2. At 2, we stop. Lunchtime. Too hot. Too hot. Chill. Siesta. From 2 to 6. 2 to 6. Like a real chunk of time. The afternoon. The stores close. Love the people that. have quality of lifetime now. <sighs> Go to the beach, sleep, rest, do what you got to do. Because at six, <sighs> the town will come back alive. And from six to call it midnight, we will all Nighttime. We will all be rested and able to enjoy the best weather of the day. And it's like, it's in America, you feel the urge to just like plow through, make money, stress about career now. Which, look, that, that makes sense for where it's we fine. are. Better and worse. Better yeah, and better worse. or worse. Yes. But... 
when you don't have to just like feel like you are completely like hammered to economy first and you can like have quality of life as well and like it's just natural there. It was just such a thing where it was like at first day one, I was like, but I'm hungry at 3.30. Where is my food? Yeah. I can't find my food. And then you realize it's like, nope, just slow it you down. Slow eat down, earlier. Fa- find the rhythms. And then before you know it, it's like, of course people should take two to six off. It's too hot. Relax. Such we'll we'll see you later. Thing. I'll see you later. Just to sort of like between like shutting phone off, Trump silence, different schedule, like immersing yourself in a different culture is refreshing. You, yeah. Just you saying that, I feel like I almost just like calm down just hearing you saying yeah. that. Yeah. Just, yeah, like you Don't can... fight against it either. Yeah. It's like this has clearly been in practice for thousands of years. Yes, exactly. Right. It's sustained this level of health and happiness for thousands of years. Yeah. You right. realize that like the nine to five workaholic thing is like a bit of a Western thing we've invented and that isn't, that in fact isn't the norm. No. It's like the, Or it doesn't have to be. Yeah. Right. I'm like the timeline of human civilization. It's right. a little bit of like this new post-industrial revolution thing of like work, work, work. That's what you spend the whole sun up to sun. That's like the farming right. thing. It's like you start working when the sun rises and you stop when it sets. Right. And it's like that is the sort of like like conventional wisdom of that's how right. our culture operates. But yeah. nice, two to six. I could be looking at, at it through like a tourist's eyes, but yeah. I, I think in some aspects I am, and in some aspects I'm just seeing what it is. Yeah. But there was like, and again, this is specifically the Greek islands, yeah. not Santorini or uh, Mykonos, which are two like kind of more like uh, westernized, Got like it. higher priced, like like catering to rich Americans, or sure. you know, just like slightly different than like these kind of contained yes. islands. I've heard of Mykonos, for example. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> it's like there didn't seem this internal competition to like make more than the person next to you. Right. It feels like with these like fixed economies of like two thousand people on an yes. island, it's like we know that there's not going to be massive influxes yeah. of wealth coming in here. We also like so it's like within that, let's like all stay in our lane and find what we like the most and like do that. Do that. In in like in harmony with the work we need to do. Well, but it's like swimming and boating oh, and fishing dude. or sunbathing or whatever. Just like having an afternoon beer. These things all work in harmony of like, I have to work, but I also can I have to live. Right. I have to live. Right. And they've um, got a great way of just like incorporating yes. it. Yes. It's yeah. like that the thing of like people, some people live to work, some people work to live. Mm. Um, but you but you were saying as a perfect example, no Uber. Right. Like the islands were like, we're just, we don't, we have taxis. One island had 10 taxis. They had a number on the front, one through 10, and that's all they were going to let this island have. Another had no cars at all. Yeah. Zero cars, just mules. Incredible. And it was incredible. So the point, like, it's not about forever expanding growth, innovating. It's no. not about, like, always perm, perma-innovation. Not Sifnos and not um, Idra. Yes. Idra, those two in particular, are two yes. Greek islands that are, like, perfectly contained. Yes. I would say that the Mykonos and the Santorinis yes. of the world yes. are fads. Are fads. Now, I don't know if it's a fad in that it's, like, it's going to die out anytime soon. Yes. But they have definitely... Uh, Become too popular, like become very popular. Chic Instagram culture has allowed us to like have a window into the world. The chic Greek islands, exactly. Yes, and it's become this place now where it's like next year in Mykonos. Yes, it's become a very popular kind of phrase where it's like if we're going to kind of like the next year in Jerusalem, yes. like now to like the most glamorous for vacation on earth. Yeah, we'll take Instagram photos that will like make all of our friends jealous. Yes, and I mean that is kind of like wrapped into a fad. Yes, and that's what we are going to try and talk about. Brilliant on this segue. episode, Adam. what a what an amazing what a segue master. So, yeah. <laughs> it's the first act break yeah. already. Yes, but in the next two, let's try and talk about some facts that have happened in our life. Great, and see where, where that, that takes us. Great, very cool. What do we talk about now? Greek, Greek, Greek. Song. I'll say this, please. Uh, one of the reasons we went to this island, Idra. Yeah, um, it's about an hour south of Athens. Yep, this island has no cars on it, no roads built for cars. Incredible. It's 
as preserved an island as one can be. It's just beautiful. So just walking paths that are like rocky and stony? Yeah, but flat. For And there's plenty of hills and stairs, but it's all for mules and uh, walking. Amazing. Done. No bicycles. Cool. And then there's water taxis. Just no wheels. Little, yeah. little oh. boats that will take you around the edges of the island, but that's as far as they'll go. Awesome. Um, on this island, it was uh, became a little more popular because of Leonard Cohen. Yes. Leonard Cohen went to this island when he was in his teenage years, I believe, um, before he was a musician. Cool. He was just a writer. I think he was left $1,500 by a, a grandmother. Wow. And he bought a house on this <laughs> oh, wow. remote island. Wow. And uh, he became a poet, I believe. Yes. And he started his life there. Someone convinced him to put his poetry to music. And the Leonard Cohen kind of mythos began. Wow. And he started singing there. And I think now he very much is accredited. He's kind of like a local hero. Cool. On this island. Cool. Leonard Cohen. Yes. So Marina has, is a huge fan. Her, Marina is a ma- her, her the absolute only favorite I know musical about artist. Leonard Cohen is because of Marina. Basically. Her absolute favorite musical artist. Yes. <laughs> um, so we could play Hallelujah, but it has seventy verses and goes about thirty minutes long. I think. Are you teasing? No, I think it has like literally like fifty. Seventy. Fifty. That yeah. song is that long. The it, song from Shrek. Yeah. Is well, that? Long? <laughs> well, it's it's been modified over the years. Yeah. Um, is there another sort of Leonard Cohen song that you know? I literally don't know any Leonard. I mean, like, I, I, there's a song truly... called "Famous Blue Raincoat." Great, I th- and I think that that is uh, another. I think it's famous. Great, I, want, I hope it's famous. Blue Raincoat. Great, and I think it really sells his mood as a musician. Beautiful. So let's play "Famous Blue Raincoat." We'll be right back. Thank you, Leonard. It's four in the morning, the end of December I'm writing you now just to see if you're better New York is cold, but I like where I'm living There's music on Clinton Street all through the evening I hear that you're building your little house deep in the desert you're living for nothing now i hope you're keeping some kind of record yes and jane came by with a lock of your hair She said that you gave it to her That night that you planned to go clear Did you ever go clear? Oh, the last time we saw you You looked so much older Your famous blue raincoat was torn at the shoulder You'd been to the station to meet every train Then you came home without Lily Marlene And you treated my woman To a flake of your life When she came back 
She was nobody's wife. Well, I see you there with a rose in your teeth. One more thin gypsy thief. Well, I see James away. She sends her regards. And what can I tell you, my brother, my killer? What can I possibly say? I guess that I miss you. I guess I forgive you. I'm glad you stood in my way. If you ever come by here for Jane or for me, well, your enemy is sleeping. This woman is free. Yes, and thanks for the trouble you took from her eyes. I thought it was there for good, so I never tried. Welcome back to the No Joke Podcast. That was Leonard Cohen's song, Famous Blue Raincoat. So mm. beautiful. Do you remember so when uh, Trump got elected, like the week of, and yeah. SNL, it was also the week that Leonard Cohen died, and SNL oh, had yeah. Kate McKinnon do the cold open, dressed as Hillary Clinton, singing Hallelujah. Yes, I do remember that. What's your feeling on that? That was weird. Yo. It was like too many ideas. Yeah. And it wasn't, I remember that too, and I was like, I see how in the writer's room you could say, look at this perfect collision of events. This is going to be something for the ages. Too bad they were wildly unrelated events. It just felt so... It was confused. Convoluted, yeah. Yeah. I didn't really understand what one had to do with the other. It was just... It seemed like a current event mashup. It kind of reminds me of, and I don't mean to be a hater. Please. Uh, Us, the movie Us. The movie Us. Oh, oh, Jordan Hill, yes, yes. Where if you don't, and also Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay. Where if you don't, like, examine it, if you don't think critically about it, you're like, that was, like, powerful. That was like cool funny, and really. interesting yes. and powerful. Yes. But if you just like like go through the machinations of like why and how, yes. it's like I don't get it. Get it. I don't get but it. What if I don't get it? It was, I guess, cool. Well, it was putting like, like a coda on the Hillary Clinton character that Kate McKinnon was going to do. Yeah. And she was trying to like 
like say like there's still we're gonna get through this. Ho, ho, but it was uh, like singing the Leonard Cohen because he happened to just have died. Yeah, Hallelujah. Did they change the lyrics at all? Make it no. Like she sang Hallelujah. Just the song. She sang Hallelujah and played the piano too. Yeah. So almost more than anything, it was just like a showcase for Wow, Kim McKinnon's talented. Part and part of me was like a writer came up to her was like, Hey, can you play the piano? Can you play this song? You can. We'll be right back. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, wow, she that actress is very talented. Yes. Yeah. But it just, yes, I but... remember it being like, I know that this is supposed to, like, raise our spirits, I... but my spirits <laughs> are feel haven't budged one bit. <laughs> the... My spirits are a little, just a little confused. Right. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Saturday Night Live. Yes. I think that what they do a good job of is uh, touching on fads. They do touch on fads. Sometimes they have to really wedge in a fad because this is what is currently being talked about. This is what's about. hot right now. Right. I'm sure they had a Pokemon Go mm. sketch. Mm. Call it two years ago, three right. years ago, when like Pokemon Go was all of the rage. We recently talked about how we don't know oh, much yeah, that's about right. Pokemon. That's right. Right. But that was that was a big sort of like, I mean, the augment, not that augmented reality is a fad. It seems like, it does seem like fads are also like harbingers of greater, of like small, specific pieces of greater things to come. Pokemon oh, Go being a good example. Okay. It's like Pokemon Go was this like crazy thing that everyone in the world seemed to be playing for a month. Explain to our parents what Pokemon Go was and what augmented reality is. Well, augmented, uh, again, this is coming out of the mouth of an idiot here, but so the Augmented reality is like this technology technology thing where you can like not holograms, but um, sort of you you through your phone you can like overlay images that oh god Billy help me okay so <laughs> augmented reality is when yes. you hold up your phone and yes. you look through your phone yes. and what you're seeing through your phone is reality yes. it's through the lens you're seeing the room that you're sitting in and what's different is that in the augmented reality yes. on the screen of your phone yes. there are things that are now pre-programmed into the app that you are using thank you Bill with your phone app yes and now there might be a Pokemon Pokemon sitting on the couch in quotes sitting on the couch that you are in that's right and you can interact <laughs> with that reality that's right yes. by uh, clicking on that Pokemon yes. that is in the reality of your phone on your phone next to your Nana who's sitting there and it's like that reality has been folded into reality Correct. reality yes. so the reality is coming through your lens and this app has augmented it in such a way that it has added fun things to make the reality that you, which you are that's in right. a game so Pokemon Go was like you gotta f collect them all hunt them hunt them and collect them yes. not hunt in a violent way but just like Find Collect all the different species of Pokemon, right. and it's like one is like on Fifth Avenue and Fifty Seventh Street, right. IRL in New York City. And much like collecting baseball cards or sports cards, it's like there's going to be a lot of the same uh, Pokemon, and yes. you'll have to hunt around, and you'll expect to see a lot of the same ones. But every so often, there will be a very like rare rare Pokemon yes. that if you catch, you know, is really great for you and your digital community. <laughs> and that's what a fad is. Yeah, yes. It came. It came hot and heavy. And then, and almost was like. Pardon me. I'm sure there's still people who play Pokemon Go, oh, but course. it's not as crazy fatty. And I think it was because like it, that one turned out like it was almost dangerous. Like people were walking into traffic looking at their phones, and like it was dangerous. Yeah, it was also a place for bad people to know where people were going. Oh, to I be, guess there's also that going to play. just like self, sort of like self-identifying your location in absolutely. a weird, bad way. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Putting all that data out there. Yes. So that is an example of a fad. But Pokemon I think it Go might be fun. more interesting. Adam, yeah. If we talk about fads that maybe we have been caught up in in our lives. Okay, great. I feel. Like fads probably happen more often when we're younger, yeah, and you are just trying to fit in, yes. find out who you are yes. by way of testing it in society. Yes, is there any sort of fad that you remember getting caught up in early on? I was caught up. I have a younger. My brother Jake is maybe three years younger, mm -hmm. uh, and he was into both. And these are two big '90s fads. Okay, he was into both Tamagotchi pet, the Tamagotchi pet, pet. 
and Pollux. Okay. He was, and I was like just. We were just talking about this with the Smitty the other day, but I was like, I feel like I was just on the top side of Pog okay. age. I missed it by a hair. Okay. But my, but by through by proxy through my brother, I sort of became literate in the language of slammers and Pogs yes. and the funny belts that people would wear, etc. Let's start with the Gachi. With the Tamagotchi. Let's start with the Tama Tamagotchi. That was a weird moment. Okay, so the Tamagotchi. <laughs> yes. Was uh, it went? Uh, it was like basically the size of a small egg. You put it on your keychain. Yeah. Yes. A digital screen. Yes. And Adam, what happens on the digital screen? It was a. It, you had a. Pe- what was it? A being. I think, a little I think it was being. Spe- I think it was specifically like uh, unspecific. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was like a, like a, a started as a small, tiny being. Being. And, and this is like digital screens in the age of snakes. Like yes, exactly. Right. It's like very proto, like digital screen 1.0. Yeah. And you would th- – and there were only like a few buttons if I recall correctly. And one was just like feed it. Yeah. So you'd have to sort of like – it was almost like Pet Rock or like um, when you like take the baby chick home in kindergarten. You had to sort of upkeep it and keep it uh, quote unquote alive. Correct. That was the whole – Keep it alive. Yeah. Keep it alive. That's it. And you would feed it, I don't know what, maybe pellets. Right. And it would eat it, in quotes, would eat, in quotes, yes. and grow. Yes. And then I believe the only other function was you had to shit it. You had I to believe clean you had it. Clean. I think you had to clean the doo-doo. Clean the doo-doo. To clean the digital doo-doo. <laughs> you had feed it the digital pellets and clean the digital doo-doo. Yeah. And, like that and was, it would grow. Yeah. And it would grow. That was the thing. And dare I say that... Was it like the, I think those are the only real function like yes. interactive <laughs> functions that you sort of yes that's how you played with it. It just kind of, the game was like keep playing the game. Yeah, <laughs> that's it exactly. Because if you stopped playing or like you lost your tamagotchi for two days, you'd come back to a screen full of doo-doo and flies <laughs> and a dead gachi. <laughs> and so my question is, if so, let me ask you. Yeah, if you're Mr. Tamagotchi. Yes. You've come up with this great game. Yes. That seems to be an enormous fad. It got everywhere. Taking over. <laughs> it was everywhere. People love to have control over this like, little being's yes. life. You had one? I did not have a okay. Tamagotchi. Okay. Not a Gotchi guy. Okay. <laughs> but you're Mr. Tamagotchi. Yeah, yes. I, okay, very good in this hypothetical. Do you give the kids a start over button? Or when the gachi dies, you toss the gachi. Well, I mean, gotta look, get another gachi. I mean, look, if I'm a ruthless capitalist, you it's it's you it's are single. You're Mr. This Tamagotchi. is a single serving experience, Got and it. you need to buy another one for fifteen ninety nine. Okay. So uh, every time you kill your gachi, and this is the price of learning how to take care of a pet. Okay. It's like it's you learned your lesson, kid. Okay. So okay. let's go down that path for a second. Yes. You've created this rule. Yes. You kill your gachi. You gotta bury it. Throw it, flush down the toilet, Very whatever yeah. you do. Yes. It's a dead, it's a dead animal. Dead gachi. All right. So let me ask you this. What if I feed my gachi? Yeah. I clean my gachi. Yes. My gachi is as healthy a gachi <laughs> as your engineers have, could possibly create for me. I've won. Me and my gachi have won. Your gachi's 21, off to college. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice runway for a good life. I feel like I did my job as a gachi dad. What do you promise me at that point? Because if they die, I get it. I got to buy. But if they live and move on, do you give me a gachi with a bigger screen for free? Or is that just like, hey, you've won the game. That's it. You've won the game. It's like the reward feels like it is like the reward is being a good dad. The reward is the the emotional satisfaction. I saw saw it through. through. Great persistence. Great responsibility. Great exercise of responsibility. You know what I'd ask of you, Mr. Gachi? Yes. Ask me anything. I'm not even asking you. I would ask of you that you find a way. If I bring my Tamagotchi to a full, healthy existence. To a place where it's so big and so healthy that it can't fit on your screen anymore without losing parts of its body. Very Because I want it in all of its glory at yes. this point. A full, healthy, full, 21 healthy, year old gachi. A robust gachi. 
If I get it to that, I'd like a freeze frame where that screen will never die and that gachi will always be on screen. No longer have to feed it. No longer have to eat it. But it's like a framed little photo of my Tamagotchi. You, granted. You've got Good. it. You've got it. Good. It's almost like when you go to do an eating challenge at a restaurant and you get your picture on the wall. Yes. It's like you've done it. You've eaten you, 200 <laughs> grams of steak in six minutes. You, that's never going away. You've completed that. Simultaneously, what's up with those restaurants that cut your tie? Yeah. Come on. Come on. That's a fad that we could do without. That's a fad that, that we could do without. We could do without. We're pro-gachi. We are anti-kaiju. Why? Well, like, what, and what's I the concept because it's like, Yeah, because like we are not like a business. Like We are like fun. Yeah. No ties here. We're fun. And laid back. Got it. You're bringing a tie into here. Not Sorry, here, Mister. Snip. What kind of restaurant is that usually? Like, uh, good question. Like... I'd probably say a bar. Yeah, probably a dive bar. And then do they take them and they hang them on the bar yeah. like trophies? Yep. All yep. these half ties. Yeah, half ties. I could do without that, Fed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that feels like you're going in with a tie intentionally. Yeah. You want your tie cut. Yes, exactly. Yeah. You bring your trashiest tie. That's right. Yes. Yeah. But if I'm Mr. Tamagotchi, I am. I am not. I, I will grant you that request to have the freeze frame frozen for all time. Where would you guess Tamagotchis are at right now? How do you think that they've uh, modernized? Do you think that they're in the world of Xboxes and uh, Playstations? I would be shocked if there wasn't a Tamagotchi app on your phone and you can just like. Ha. Oh sure. I mean, like, yeah, right. right. Uh, or or a fad. In your core definition of fad, is a fad something that necessarily like the popularity ends? Isn't that mm. what sort of makes a fad that the pop that it has a narrow, a, yes. a brief and narrow yes. sort of time in the spotlight and popularity, and it has to, by definition of being a fad, not be popular anymore. Yes, end. yes, but yes. I think that what you said earlier is also true. Yeah. Which is that it does end, but it does have these weird ripple effects where it like dropped a lot of seeds along the way. Yes. In its faddom, there was yes. like a lot of like little lessons that other engineers and like developers learned yeah. that they're like, oh, we're gonna take like that one tenant. It's true how to keep people hooked to a digital thing. It was like yeah. the first thing that was like I need like I need to it was way pre cell phone, obviously. Of course. Of course. But it was like a way where it was like you have to in order for this to be satisfying, you be have attentive to be attentive to this digital exactly. moment. Exactly. You have to create the addiction. Yes. Right. Damn, Gachi got us. Gachi got yeah. us good. Gachi got us good. Gachi got us good. Yes. Uh, second act break. Already. Bummer. There's yeah. no way Tamagotchi had a theme song. Because it would, didn't have a cartoon. I Yeah, I would, I mean, like, I would almost say, like, no way it didn't have a theme song. Really? But, well, who, but who, where would this theme song live? Were there commercials, commercials? for Gachi? Were I, there commercials for Gachi? <laughs> I'm sure I don't think it needed I, f- I feel like sold fad, itself. fads, like, it's like you see your next door neighbor have his Gachi, and you're like, I don't need a commercial, I gotta get a Gachi. <laughs> it also felt like one of those classic things that, like, of course it, like, came from Japan, and it was just like, Japan, like, just has those cool tech things, like, two years before we did. Oh, yeah. Are they just, like, for did sure. the technology, probably right. was, like, Already popular and then not in Japan and like we got it. We're like, this is cool. Can you name a K-pop song? Oh God, one any? No, I know that there's a group called the BTS. Mm-hmm. That is, yeah, that's what I got. Mm-hmm. And there's Gangnam Style, not oh. K-pop. <laughs> Billy, oh, I don't know if we're going into inappropriate territory, but we did. Go- Gangnam uh, Style really Gang- happened. Gangnam Style, that was a fad. People loved Gangnam Style. That was up um, Gangnam Style. <laughs> do, 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 yeah. do, do, do. Yes, did he do a fun dance? Yeah, there was a dance. Sai, I believe his name was Sai. Sai. How do you spell that? I I want to say it was P S Y, but I'm not oh, yeah. completely positive. What's Sai up to? <laughs> I don't know. Should we play a Sai B side? Yeah, a B side. Good, Billy. Should we play a B-side? Yes. 
Should we not, should we look now and then forever hold our peace? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we'll look now for yeah. a side B side. Yes. What should the number be on YouTube? Should it be less than five hundred million? One hundred million. You think the B? You think I, all I think, the... I think that the size all ship Gagan size. Gagan style races. All ship size when Gagan style pops. <laughs> They're all going up. Yep. All ships okay. rise and all ships all ship size. size. Okay. Yeah. I would say something under. I would even say three hundred mil. Okay. This is going to be a size song under 300 mil. A beep mil, side. A beep side. We'll be right back.
welcome back to the No Joke Podcast. That was Korean musician Psy with the song New Face, mm-hmm. clocking it at 182 million views on YouTube. An unpopular song for Psy. 182 million. He is massive a, star. I just like to just like zoom out. I know we're still yeah. recording this episode, yes. but I'd like to just zoom out for a second and say that this might be the most complimentary two music song, uh, two songs we've ever played. Leonard Cohen. Leonard Cohen, a slow, Damn. thoughtful poem set to a single instrument. <laughs> Unrequited love. Yes. And sigh. sigh. New face. New face. Okay, we are nothing if not um, well-rounded here at the No Show Podcast. We are not uh, geniuses. We do not know a lot about Sai's catalog. No. But I'd just like to tell you some of the songs uh, on, for, that Sai is putting out. I would love to know. Okay. See if any of these uh, hit for you Great. or what you know about. Them. Great. Do you know anything about Sai whatsoever? Literally nothing at all, ever. Only the Gangnam Style rocked the nation. Came out. Yeah. Psy, Gangnam Style, yep. 3.4 billion views. Holy mackerel. Three and a half bill. Billion. You think that there's no song that he could possibly put out that could touch that? Definitely not. Psy put out Gentleman. 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 Yes. 1.2 bill. Billion. Another billion dollar hit. Billion view 1. count. 1.2 Jesus, Psy. So then we thought, all right, maybe there's one closer to 400 yes. million. We found Psy. Yes. Daddy. Yes. Featuring CL of 2NE1. <laughs> 2 N E number one. Love that. Love that they're still doing things like that. Psy Daddy featuring CL of two any one got <laughs> four hundred and forty three million views. Incredible. So popular. Million views. So popular. Then he linked up with our boy Snoop. Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg's no dummy. Snoop Dogg is. He's no just dummy. gonna like latch onto the rising star. He sees what's. He, he reads the room and he's shameless with it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not mad at it. He did songs with the Pussycat okay. Dolls. He did a talk show with Martha Stewart. That's he right. reads the room. Reads the room. He reads what does the he room. care? What does Snoop Dogg care? I'll. At this I'll. Point? Yeah. I'll exert my fame and get more famous. So Psy and Snoop Dogg yeah. are both wearing cool coats in the video for cool. Hangover. Cool. 335 mil. Got it. Mm-hmm. Is it in association with the Hangover movies? Doesn't Who look knows? Like it. Who cares? No, I think in Psy and Snoop Dogg's world, it's like, you're just out partying, dancing in the streets. Hungover. Over the next morning. Yep. Gotta party again. <laughs> Only way to fight it. Party right again. And then we get to New Face. The song we just listened to. Yep, 183 mil. 182. 182. We're working on, uh, by the end of this podcast, Probably it'll be 183 This mil. episode will put it over the top, I would imagine. Thank you, Sai. Thank you, Sai. Appreciate it. Sai Spy. Yeah. Yeah. Sai Spy with my little eye. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, thank yeah. you, Sai. A, music, a bit of a musical fad unto himself, or maybe not a fad. Clearly, wildly popular. Yes. Yes. Uh, a true superstar. Yes. Insanely popular. Third act of the No Joke Podcast. Yes. We're trying to talk about fads. Yeah. So far, we have talked about Grease, yep. Psy, Psy, and Tamagotchi. Tamagotchi. Gotcha as well. Fads. Yes. Got it. Yes. Third act, we try and talk about the future of fads. Yeah. Um, what we didn't talk about, though, Adam, was the second fad that you were going to talk about, which is pogs. Oh, pogs. Yeah. That just sort of, to me, that feels like in like next a dictionary definition of a fad. Yeah. Just like something that got real popular, swept all the tweens' attention for right. about a, two years. For anyone under 21, pogs were... Thin cardboard circles with images on one side Little, and no images on the other. That's right. You might find cool images like a shark in sunglasses, <laughs> an eight ball, yes. maybe a diamond. Yes. These would all be printed images. They weren't very artistic. They yes. were just flimsy yes. pogs. Yes. And what you would do is you'd stack a few of your pogs yes. versus a few of your friends' pogs. Yes. And they would be ranked up by how coveted they were amongst you guys. So they each had like presumed value based on the artistry of the pog. So there wasn't like an official like Beckett book. Like no there way. was no... It 
in no way. If it had a little totally chrome subjective. on it, if it had a little sparkle on it, if it had a cool color, <laughs> yeah. it suddenly held more value to you. Yes. And so what you would say is, I, I'm going to put up these two pogs. Yes. This one really matters to me, and this one really matters to me. <laughs> yeah. I want you to put up two of your most coveted pogs, <laughs> and what we will do is, we will take a heavier object, we will stack them, like four pancakes. Yes. We will take a heavier object. Called, called the slammer. A slammer. We each have a slammer. They weigh maybe a quarter of a pound, but they're made of, like, thin metal. Yes. Metal? They were metal? Yeah, metal, steel, something heavy. Okay. And you would press down on the corner of the pogs, and you would hope that they would all flip up and land picture side up. Yes. If they landed picture side up, you took all of the pogs. And not took the pogs to only give back when we were done playing pogs. My pogs (laughs) now. My pogs now. (laughs) And so what I think that Tamagotchis did with creating digital addictions... Yeah. Uh, where it was just like, this is a fun, easy way to usher in I think I digital addiction. This. this is an easy way and a playful way, and seemingly uh, it's not going to hurt your economy too much to teach kids gambling. Proto-gambling. The, the adventure and thrill of gambling. Proto-gambling. In a way, Absolutely. You can go to the comic book store and get 50 more pogs for probably a dollar. But what you're really learning to do is take from others through comp- competition. The effort. emotional toll and the, the, like you said, the highs and the lows right. of gambling with things that are of, of, of assumed value. And that's what gave this game stakes. And they're like poker chips, too. In a literal way, they're like almost literally yes. like poker chip size. Yeah, and just, just, just cardboard. Yeah. But to, what you were saying earlier where it was like there would be kids, and this was very true in my school yes. and kids in my grade. Yes. Kids who would like flaunt it had yes. belts that had these containers. Hilarious. Almost like prescription containers maybe eight inches high top to bottom with pogs and they were always down to go up against you in a pog war real quick you and your billy you intersected with pogs you had pogs had pogs would not fuck with the belt geek of the week how did you obtain pogs what was your relationship to pogs where would one play pog like after spaceman yeah just like school before they got banned yes they eventually got banned (laughs) that's how you know a fad is good exactly that's like that's a sign of a good fad no doubt when it gets banned from schools right you can't do this in the halls anymore (laughs) yeah yeah Um, but we would go to our friend's house and just pog hard We would yeah. go to Cosmic Comics. Yes. This is our local comic book store. Yes. We would just load up on, like, there was, like, really crappy pogs. Yes. That it was just, like, if you just need volume, if you just yes. want to play and lose and you don't care. Yes. You just need, like, hundreds of those. But they have, like, slick ones. Slick ones. Nice so You ones. pay, like, 50 cents for this one, and it's, like, if you really want to get your friend's, like, skeleton on a motorcycle <laughs> pog, like, yeah. you are going to need to put up, like, a great white shark pog. Let me ask a foolish question. Pog. Now, is that, like, is it, like, Pog TM? And like, mm. are, is the Pog mm-hmm. Corporation making all the Pogs, or is it like the NFL makes Pogs, and there's like Seinfeld branded Pog? Like, who is Pogs? Yes, I, well, you know I what think I'm Pogs it's, are the the thing. That's the one branded the, thing. Uh, yeah, and I don't even know if they're branded, but like, yeah. it's like a football is a football. Yes, you know what I mean. A Pog is the the thing that you play with yes. as well. It is a circle, and yes. that circle is a Pog. Yes, is the game called Pogs? I think so. Yeah. I've never seen po- the word pog in print. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen like a like an ad for pogs. <laughs> like Jeep or Kleenex. Yes. I've never seen that in print, so I, I can't go any further than that. Yes. But the game is pogs and the yes. objects are pogs. Now let me ask you this. It, your pog playing crew, mm. did that then become your poker playing crew? It's just like, did that, was you know it the what's same? good about pogs? This is where I think pogs gets credit. Mm-hmm. It brought together different communities. Oh, interesting. Because ultimately it's like, when it's football or soccer, the jocks are going to yep. play that, and like the science kids are not. Yep, you know what I mean. Yep. it's like there's no intersecting circle there yep. where both groups can have fun. Fair, but like 
I rolled with the jocks and we pogged and like we also knew and respected and kind of feared the science and technology Jesus Christ, kids. That's funny because they had the cool pogs. Not in the cool pogs. It was just like, look, we know they're smarter than us. Oh, we know they're smarter than us, but we feed on competition. We need to win or lose. Right. We need to feel something. Right. So like I will go up against Peter Pacifico, <laughs> but like my rep is on the line. Really? Because he could like he could swipe my pods so fast, and he rolls with the skateboarders. <laughs> And so it's like pogs like, bringing clicks together to its credit. Bringing clicks together, gambling. That's hysterical. Gambling, gambling, gambling. The thrill of gambling. It's universal. Jesus Christ, that is so funny. Because like gambling really like celebrates the I know more than you when in fact you don't. Yes, and it's just like it's a it's a self fulfilling belief. What put an end to your pog interest? How did it end? Did it just naturally peter out? I'm 14 now. I don't care about that. Yeah, I want to ride a bike. I think much like other just fads. Yeah, it was like something else got in the way. Yes, and like you do it enough, and then eventually. It's like the thrill kind of wears off, yes. and you find competition in other ways. Yes. Um, and I also distinctly didn't like, um, especially playing with like close friends, taking their pogs. Yeah, you feel bad. You a feel, little. You feel like, badly. I never gave the pog back because that would like break the whole reason of why we're here. That is the sort of pog code. Yes, it's like it would like everything would lose stakes and then it wouldn't matter. But there were definitely some days where I was like, "Damn, I know that Peter Dumno really liked that one," but like it's mine now. It's but it's definitely where mine. would you keep your pogs in your home? In like a, uh, in a the, cardboard the, box? Yeah, in like the same container of the baseball cards. Yeah. But like, this is where I knew that I respected like sports cards way more yes. than hogs. Sports cards had their plastic sleeves. Naturally. They were in like, you couldn't crease the corners. They had like rows. There were specific boxes that held them. Pogs were just like, where their space. Willy nilly. Willy neat nilly. Willy. I was Billy nilly. <laughs> that was Billy's willy nilly. Pogs. <laughs> do, <laughs> do you still have them? Like if we went back to Fenway. You could not you... find a pog. Where where did they go? Exactly. Go, exactly. That, and that's, that's what a, a fad is. Exactly. Where, where did, did it go? go? Exactly. You know where it went? To FanDuel. <laughs> exactly. It went like, to like Atlantic to real City. poker. Right. Yeah. Just gambling online. Yes. Right. Real poker. Great exactly. Point. Great point. I think that's where it went. That's how fads that's how fads die. They evolve and they just sort of just sort of disappear as as sort of seamlessly as they appear. Right. They just pogs were all of a sudden here. Right. Everyone was doing it. Right. You were playing with everybody, right. Peter Pacifico and the whole gang. Yeah. And then just as soon as they kind of whispered in, they just sort of whispered out. <laughs> but you know what's also fun about fads, yeah. and maybe it's just in fashion, but I don't think so, is that they do kind of come around again. Yeah. And of course it's with a wink. Yeah. Or it's like with a little bit of like, like this is so outdated, but now it's actually kind of cool again. Right. Yes. That like those things happen, like color patterns in clothing. Yes. Fashion specifically. Tie-dye's coming back, baby. Mom jeans are now a thing yeah. again. And, you know, yes. it's like, well, so there's, there is a reason why these things rocket up. Yes. And there's always a reason why it goes away. But, like, that rocket up is always, like, around the corner. Yes, again. exactly. I'm surprised know? we don't have, like, a cool friend with a Chia Pet. Right. That, like, that's, the, like, an ironic, like, wink, wink, like. And I'm sure we do. I'm sure we do. Yeah. I'm sure that we do. Right. Yes. But I guess that's how fads work. I guess that's how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> um, a very fast episode, Adam. This is a quick one. Yeah, that was very fast. Yeah. Very fads to us. Yeah, very, very fads. Um. Anything Good we one. need to promote? Anything we need to plug? Uh, our own podcast. Go on iTunes and rate and review and mm. subscribe and leave a comment. We want to know what you think and th how much you like it and I, how much you don't. I think at this point, as we're recording this, we have 599 Twitter followers. Come on. Come on. Put us over the edge. Just create a false Put account. The, yeah, we'll really? take eggs. Come on, we will take eggs. We'll, we'll love eggs. People talk crap about eggs on Twitter. You know what I mean? We're fine with if the life egg. gives you egg, make egg salad. Exactly. Adam loves uh, egg, egg salad. salad. That is not a joke. Adam, <laughs> capital L, loves 
egg salad. I'm nodding vigorously. And that he is also, true. if you're ever wondering who wrote this script, if there's a pile of scripts, if there's an egg salad joke <laughs> in that script, Adam I like wrote egg salad. <laughs> it's in his it's in his first thoughts. It- and we're talking about it now. Yes. Egg salad is no fad. Egg salad is no fad. No fad. It's here to stay. Yes. For the No Joke Podcast, that was not our egg salad episode. Yes. I don't know what that episode was. Yeah. Let's call it fads. Fads. I am Billy Security. I'm Adam Lustig. And like always, we will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. That was a HeadGum Podcast.